now apparently so thank you all for joining us the the initial question was what was your first job and what did you spend your money on and that leads us to the opening discussion that we're going to have tonight of a stimulus check i know this is something that we we received many of us received um how how long ago is that now uh march april 15th i think it was right around the time we got our uh, we're supposed to have their texas filed by so then. almost four months so, yeah something like that anyways four months ago wow. uh that's is, weird. Do you even remember what you spent it on? <laughs> That's something to think about. Uh, many people got their stimulus checks. You got twelve hundred dollars a person plus yeah, five hundred dollars yeah, for yeah, every child, child. Mm-hmm. and so those were. But you had to make less than seventy five thousand dollars per person to get that. Right, and, and I mean, you're all pretty wealthy, so yeah. maybe none of y'all got it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I got three. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just playing. He's playing the system <laughs> somehow. <laughs> People were trying that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. But uh, anyway, so the stimulus check came in a couple months ago, and, and many of us tried to be as wise as we could with that check, and we wanted to do with it what would last the longest. And in light of that, we've actually considered, or our government is now considering another stimulus package of some sort that would include... Right. Um, a check given to you. It, it may be through a electronic. Uh, was it EF? EF EFT. Yeah. Transfer. You get it in your bank account. It's like, woo! I got. I'm rich. Right. And so uh, that's a big possibility in the next few weeks. Right. So it's something to think about. Uh, but considering our world, and recently mm-hmm. in the past month, there's an organization called. World Economic mm-hmm. Forum. Mm-hmm. And this is a group that's been around for 50 years. They've been meeting every year, mm-hmm. and they discuss the setting of the world economically. Yeah, yeah. But now they're reaching beyond economics and even for, into our entire life. Yeah, really. they're looking, looking at social causes. Uh, it started out just as a response to the end of World War II, uh, trying to make the nations work together financially to benefit everybody that was around the world right and obviously that's a great um agenda and and a great cause but as time went by much of the world economic forums uh participants were uh, globalist socialist and that began to turn that good cause into a socialist cause but it's still it's based on good good intentions. Good intentions. They, they house right. it in good intentions. Right. This is yeah. to help everyone to right. do, do good for humanity in general. Exactly. Inequality must be dampened, and right. uh, that's one of the key phrases of this organization and socialists all around the world. Right. And so, uh, as the church, and let's put it in this because we're pastor talk. This is Vic, part of Victory Church, uh, a place where we can bridge the uh, spiritual to the practical. And so the, the spiritual aspect is we're the church, mm-hmm. and we have to be effective in our ministry to the world. Right. We have to. And, and our goal is a heavenly kingdom, so beyond where we're at now. So in light of uh, balancing, this is we want to minister to people, but also we've got some global changes that are coming in our world. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are we best suited to minister in these changes? I would I would say one thing that we have to realize and up, uh, kind of up front to to let our audience know there are there are things and and, and I would say this be very very careful I don't like fear mongers I'm I'm anti fear monger these people that said you know oh fear 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 oh never mind right that just drives me crazy I forgot this and oh never mind here it is well it drives whatever they need at the <sighs> moment. It makes me a nervous wreck, too. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the small things. But then, of course, that, that fear-mongering really 
and and unfortunately, and I'm talking as a pastor, unfortunately, that has been used in the church. Right. You know, this, uh, you know, get in the church, God's coming back tomorrow, and hell is hot. And and that is obviously the truth. Maybe, well, maybe not God's coming back tomorrow, but but fear, hell's hot and heaven's awesome. But um, it's like crying wolf all the time. People eventually quit listening. So mm-hmm. I'm not, I think neither one of us are using fear-mongering. No. It's not a tactic. It's it's an obvious, I, I'm, a, I'm against that. But I do think that it's it's like a hurricane coming or COVID coming. Back in February, I started telling the church, hey, guys, get ready. Changes are coming. And most people were kind of like it was in one ear and out the other. I had people, I had people come to me like, what are you talking about? You know, and, and actually thought that I was a weirdo, which, you know, hey, uh, you know, justifiably maybe. But Slightly. I had, I had people, I've had probably a dozen or more people, maybe more than, actually probably more than that text call email mm-hmm. i'm sorry i was I, uh, one of them was like i'm sorry i thought you was a weirdo <laughs> <laughs> right but but then they come back and says oh you an apology you were right well that's kind of what we're talking about tonight it's not fear-mongering when you when when it's forecast and everybody's seeing it coming right it's not fear-mongering mm-hmm. I, I would say this and i said it last week on pastor talks there are some there's some key indicators that you can look at and tell a lot of people are thinking something's mm-hmm. coming. Right. So it's not just World Economic Forum. It's mm-hmm. not just the news, but it's gut feelings. Yeah. It's a broad spectrum of society. Gold went up again today, like I forgot what it was, 40 bucks. Uh, silver went up like $1.75. Gun purchases are way high. So a lot of anxiety. That's basically what that indicates. A lot of anxiety, a lot of fear. The VIX, uh, which is forgot what the VIX stands for, the VIX index. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an index that that charts the fear factor in investors. Uh, oh, I don't yeah. know if I can. Let me, the markets uh, always reflect. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And so that is one of those things that it's VIX index or chart. There you go. There you go. So the VIX is um, one of those things. That's that's a day. Go to go to like go back go back up, 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 up. go to six month or, or year to date. What to one more, more to the right 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 there, um, and you can see how it, it spiked during the initial phases. Yeah. Um, and so the VIX goes up and down. The VIX chart goes up and down based on how anxious people are 2008 was the last the right. housing crisis right right mm-hmm. and that and that's unfortunately that's all as far back as they go is about right. seven or eight years 10 years something like that no it looks like uh i'm wrong looks mm-hmm. like about 2004 2000, yeah so 16 yeah. years so but the vix is elevated everything is kind of it's just one of those things where we see things are going well as has been said at our church, I'm going to say it here, um, I forgot the guy's name, he coined it, he said, never waste a crisis, and that's what's going on. The socialist, the globalist, uh, which you would be surprised at how many people are globalist and who they are, mm-hmm. um, it's just crazy, the Hunt brothers and Soros, is, that's the big names, but there's a lot of people that are socialist Globalist, even mo- most of our presidents in the past have been globalist right. only. In fact, o- since um, 
uh, and I can't remember exactly, but I believe since Ronald Reagan, every president since mm-hmm. has been a globalist. Right. They want everybody to come along to get outsource together. everything, right. allow our right. dependence on exactly. everybody else, mm-hmm. and that would bring this the the expectation of war or the causes of war bring it down. Right. Same thing with religion, uh, religion, money, um, dependence, those things. Mm-hmm. It brings the likelihood of war way down, or that, mm-hmm. that's what they—that's their design. They don't—they yeah. don't consider, they don't think that there are people that just want that are just sinners, you know, <laughs> and they just want to fight. But uh, so they try to figure out ways to to uh, eliminate war, eliminate global conflict, and so that's what—that's the motive of of globalist. And then socialism is again on another level, but uh, offshoot of that same mindset and that is um the idea uh conceived by Karl Marx that uh from your ability to my need it's a transfer of wealth which is basically stealing so those things are those those things are all in our economy all through our our world right now and I know I'm speaking kind of uh, on a boring topic people are like I want something exciting believe me the day will come when this will be the most exciting thing you'll ever want to hear. Um, that's where we're at, though. And so, not trying to cause fear. We just need. To, we're just looking ahead. Right. Right. Okay. In could you imagine the prophets of old being called fear mongers? Oh yeah. How dare yeah, you? That's right. How dare you? Never thought of that. That's true. <laughs> you know. That's true. Uh, not but saying that did that, happen. Right. I'm many sure. of the many of the prophets of old, they're like, oh, all you got to do is what was the king that says, yeah, I got a guy over there, but all he does is say bad stuff. Right. I forgot yeah. his name. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, no doubt there will be people that that claim that anyone who uh, mentions the word the name Soros or mentions yeah. Yeah. Uh, the World uh, Economic Forum, anything like you're just a fear monger. You're just right. out there to cause chaos, and uh, they would rather have their normalcy bias than to accept right. that change is happening. So. Right. Uh, we just have to be aware of it as a church. And if we're going to minister in, in times that are changing, then we've got to be ready. Right. We've got to have a little bit right. of a cutting-edge mindset. So so going back, and, and, and just, or let's rephrase it. Going forward, we, we've got to realize there is in the, um, I, don't, I don't know, how would you call it, global planners? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Global Strate- planners, strategic, strategic moves. Planners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are strategic moves coming. Uh, and they're not going to waste a crisis. I'm telling you now, they're not going to waste a crisis. There are people, George Soros being one of them, uh, brothers being some of them, and I don't want to falsely accuse people, but these are people that you can look up on the Internet. They have spent their life and the lives of other people before them and after them that have only looked for opportunities to to create uh, change in the image that they think is best for the world. And um, it is, I, I believe my personal opinion, and, and I, don't, I don't think it's personal opinion, I believe it's biblical, I believe all of these things are playing hand in hand with the Word of God, So, or the plans of God. So when you see all these things coming, and so what are we talking about? What are we talking about? We're talking about tonight, um, where you're going glo- to spend your stimulus money, but... I want you to look through the eyes of a great uh, financial reset. In the past, we had the uh, the Great Depression. Well, what you're going to have a new label in the upcoming future. I, I believe it's going to be called the Great Reset. 
right or something some i'm, I'm saying that well I'm, that's what the strategists are, are attempting to do right um, reset everything on an equal plane right if you have the time and you want to just do some research, go look at the World Economic Forum's website, mm-hmm. and you'll see their their plan. And this is a organiza- organization that they're about to celebrate their 50th annual meeting. Right. And this is leaders, global leaders, represented 171 yes. countries. They meet uh, every year. They meet every at year. Davos, Davos. Davos, Switzerland. Yep. You've heard of it. They're meeting this coming winter, I believe, yeah, uh, January, like February. Is it that one? Okay. I think so. Whenever. Pretty soon. And their whole, their meeting, everything is all about the global reset, reset, mm. economic reset. That's a, this upcoming meeting. Right. Every year it's a little different. And they're promoting it actively on the internet like crazy. Mm-hmm. They're, they're trying to warm people up to the idea that they can reset capitalism. That, right. That's their goal. Make but they're doing it with uh, climate change as yeah. one of their key mm-hmm. Foundations, mm-hmm. they're they're doing it with social justice, justice, uh, social justice, uh, ec- economic inequalities, inequality. uh, inequalities in general, and so this is all the legs of their their purpose in doing this reset is to change capitalism. Mm-hmm. They're not big fans of capitalism, no, at all. But they're wanting to bring a more socialist mindset to the globe. Basically, if you if you would look back and and okay, I, I know we're all Americans and we're all Christians, or that's what this show is about is a Christian perspective or a Christian worldview on our um, world problems or situations. Mm-hmm. If you would look back just a few months and you see how close Bernie Sanders came to being the Democratic nominee, right? He, if you look at his old website, uh, that's all it was about: social justice. Financial equality. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that was that was him, mm-hmm. and he embodies that. That that really is an embodiment, uh, or he is an embodiment of the World Economic Forum's agenda. Right. And Americans are teeter tottering on this on the edge, this precipice of accepting that. Mm-hmm. But the global uh, countries and around the globe. A majority of them, of the 172 countries that go to Davos, uh, probably, I mean, what is half of 170? It, you know, you're talking 75 or, or 80 of those countries are pro-socialism already. Maybe more than right. that, in fact. So we're we are just we are participants in this global reset. Um, we are a major participant. The world looks at America. But half of America is headed that way, right? So we're and so we're at a at a very integral place right. in our history to where we could make a change, or, or mm-hmm. who knows? This, this comes to the end times, really, where we're looking at what is that global reset going to look like? Right, exactly. And this is something the unknown. We really don't know exactly, right. but this is an experiment, which is pretty scary right. to be part of an experimental group right. where socialism has never worked before. Yeah. Never. Ever. <laughs> right. Exactly. So this is that's the scary yeah, part is it's not like a capitalist now. experiment like the United States. It's yeah. more of a socialist experiment where yeah. we're gonna make it where everyone has education. You go yeah. on their website, they're trying to make sure education for everybody mm-hmm. is equal. Uh, finances no, no cost, equal. You know. Yeah, uh, the health. They're wanting yeah. everyone to have universal health care. Mm-hmm. All, all these things are part of their global uh, economic reset. Mm-hmm. So 
you think about that, and then they use the words like, we all must sacrifice to benefit right. everybody. And so they're, they're, they're implementing these socialist terms to push everyone into that thinking, you know what, that, that's right. I, I do have a heart. I do have some moral, to, moral yeah, character. Yeah, I better to, show it a little bit. You know? Exactly. Right. So I don't mind giving 80% of my paycheck to support right. the world. Right. You know? But what about those people that don't want to give 80% of their paycheck? Mm-hmm. That well, would be me. Right. <laughs> well, at, I mean, what are they going to do? Yeah. They'll take it. They'll take it, mm-hmm. especially especially when they're they're considering getting away from our traditional yeah. monetary system right. and going towards more of a digital which currency, and which goes into the end times. Right, exactly. So I mean, this is where we're at. So now, when you think of spending <laughs> your, spend your money. <laughs> uh, stimulus check, <laughs> yeah, twelve hundred dollars. Uh, if you're a family, you've got twenty four plus five hundred <laughs> per per child. So are we going to go like we did when we were? 13, 14, 15 years old and go buy the candy and go buy the, the clothes and, and just splurge? Yeah. Or do we consider, you know what, 2021 could be a very pivotal time in yeah. our nation, and if I, as a Christian, am going to be worth anything to anyone around me, I need to be strong and stable. Yeah, you don't want to be the weak link. Right. By far, you don't want to be the guy that uh, has to go to, and I, and I know we're talking to a mixed audience, people of all levels of blessings in life. And I hate to say some of these things, but you don't want to be the person that has to take your family to the food pantry down on the corner uh, at downtown to get food or Mm -hmm. to, to put yourself in that position. You can see ahead. You can look ahead and make changes that will, it's not going to ensure that you're not in that position, but it will help you not be in that position and and this is a great moment where most people who have any kind of uh tv show they say all right pull out your checkbooks because we're going to send you a package in the mail it's a training series oh yeah for only (laughs) 99.99 and and you keep the other 200 yeah (laughs) but we're going to teach you how to spend that money we're not doing that at all but uh that'd be hilarious but uh anyway so we're going to talk about it there's more oh yeah (laughs) uh but anyway, so we got we got to determine where are you. You have to determine where you are personally Everybody's because every different. single person is yeah. going to have a different scenario yeah. on where they're at as far as how prepared are you for say say your property being devalued. That Ooh. that's a possibility. Yeah. And, well, and, if the dollar devalues, the, everything you've got is devalued. Everything's right. Changed everything. And, and, and there's some assets that are going to be worth more than others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so these are things that must be considered. On, on what do you right. what will be valued? Not what you value, some sentimental value in some areas, but really what will be valued and how can it be used? You know, it just come to uh, and I, I haven't thought about this in a long time. And I read his book. Uh, what's the guy's Kiyosaki? Uh-huh, Robert Kiyosaki. Robert Kiyosaki. Rich he Dad wrote Poor Dad. Book, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Mm-hmm. And you, I think everybody in the everybody probably needs to read it. It's just a it's a mindset that he picked up years ago. He had his you know physical uh, whatever they call it dad. Uh, but then he, he got to know his best friend's dad, who was an investor, and he began to think of assets, um, uh, you know, buying assets. And I think when you began to talk about spending money, that's really what it comes down to. Rich Dad, Poor Dad's a great book, and it just basically explains when you buy things, you're either buying a asset or a deficit uh, or a debt. Like Like, for instance... You buy. I bought a truck recently, and and I don't. I mean, I don't feel bad about it because I needed a truck, and mine was old and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, I bought a truck, and 
it's actually a, a debt to me. It's not an asset. I mean, if I was using it for work, making money with it, right. it would be one thing. But I'm not. I'm using mm -hmm. it to travel. Eh, maybe that is for me. But my point is, everything we buy is going to influence our future or not. Right. And if it are or positive and negative as mm -hmm. well. So I, th I think that we have, with the knowledge that a financial reset is coming, because the World Economic Forum is pushing it, and most leaders, I thought about this a while ago. Did you know, just sidebar, side topic, note, whatever, did you realize that the leaders of France, Germany, um, hang on one second, there's like five of them in Europe, they have no children. They have no children. Yeah. And they're the ones that are pushing the economic reset. That's crazy. They have nothing. Mm -hmm. They don't have to worry about their children. Mm -hmm. It's it's absolutely phenomenal that we have elected people that have no, uh, what what they call that a vested interest mm -hmm. in the future. Right. It's they're not they're not having children, mm -hmm. and so I think when we look at this, most people that that are observ observing watching us, you have children, and you want things to be better for your children, not worse. So you've got to look at things like if we have an economic reset, and I don't make it through covid if i died and what would i want to leave my children right what would i mean a new pair of shoes and a and a purse might not be the most right the best investment mm -hmm. i don't know i mean it might be for some of you guys but i to me i think i want to invest in things that i want to spend my stimulus check on things that mattered you know things that right and, all right, so let's do a let's do yeah, a scenario. I'm fixing to get off on a tribulation. Let's, again. let's do a let's just do a scenario. Say okay. say a, we'll start from good, better, best. Let's think about those kind of things. Uh, say a, a single mother who's got two children and lives in an apartment. Okay. All what right. what is something that that she can do to help make herself and her family better off? Say with, stimulus when, check. with stimulus check. Okay, so let's let's put this on levels of uh, need. There is a, a level, a hierarchy of needs, and uh, different psychologically, but there is also a level of needs for our lives. You know, I need. You asked the question the other day. If you were stuck in a box for three days, what <laughs> would you need? And I'm thinking, well, I want air and uh -huh. I want water. You know. But that is actually, that is a primal need. Right. Air, water, food. We take it for granted Clothing. so often, especially in America. Right. Right. And then there's those things that add to that, which is, you know, I would say comfort or creature comforts, things that bring pleasure to our primary needs. And right. that is relationships, mm -hmm. you know, which is very important. People don't realize how important relationships are uh if you lose them then you know well but that may be a primal need that may, it, well it, 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 psychologically it is yeah yeah it is but uh but then there's things that that you can add to that and i think for like the scenario that or scenario he was saying the single mother in an apartment with two kids you know i think uh number one you need to have your relationships right mm -hmm. that would be but that's not an investment that's just time right and effort but uh i think when it comes to purchases what you're going to purchase I think it would you would be wise in purchasing things that are long term uh, insurance insurance for disaster. Okay, it makes sense. So it's not good to are you could someone put this in the bank and just leave it there and and not yes. purchase anything thinking that they would buy it 
when the time is necessary. You're losing money. Right. Every day you save money, you're losing. Well, I'll say and every it day. sits in the bank. Yeah. That, right. Yeah. Uh, and, and to give an example, $100, you, and y'all know this, what you could buy with $100 uh, 30 years ago won't buy that now. Well, the product, I'm sitting on a chair, and let's just say this chair cost $100 30 years ago. Well, now this chair cost $150. Has the chair lost its value? It's still the same chair made of the same product. No, the dollar has lost its value. On average, what they say is 3% a year on average. And for those of you that are drawing Social Security, that's where that COLA, that cost of living raise mm -hmm. comes in. They give you 3% or actually they don't give you 3%. They give you 1%. That's why it's harder to live today than it was 10 years ago because you're 10% poor. But um, that is where that that's where you lose money is saving or sitting on money. So again, you buying things assets assets exactly not liabilities. Do not buy liabilities with your stimulus check. Now let, let me go back. I'm a pastor. I forget this stuff, and I'm I don't know why I did this. First of all, honor God. Honor God. Yeah. Simple as that. Honor God, and He'll honor you. And I believe that He'll take care of you. Um, I have a lot of stories about that, and I don't want to get into it. But yeah, honor God. Just mm -hmm. give Him your ten percent. And I think that is the first thing. Second thing, let's go, now we can go forward. Purchasing things that are not going to lose value is primary. Right. Purchasing things that you can use in an unknown future is the third thing. Right. So, um, well, some things are unknown, but some things are just known. There, it's absolutely that we, we can't say right. the whole future is, is unknown. unknowable. We don't know what we're going because to. there's always a, some kind of consistency. Right. Right. That there will be storms, there will be mm -hmm. issues coming up, mm -hmm. that you will need food one day, you mm -hmm. will need certain things that mm -hmm. many people as a whole waited to go get toilet paper That's right. until they all did it together. That's right. <laughs> so Everybody went to get toilet paper the same day. Right. Yeah. So there's things we can do, and, and there's some things that are known. And, and if you're watching this, what you could do is just think back four months ago. Uh, is it four months ago or six months six ago? Six months ago now, I believe. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> six months ago, look back and think, what was I missing? And what could I not find? Well, toilet paper. Buy you an extra set of toilet paper. Mm -hmm. Put, And I'm talking about, you don't have to buy the best. You know, I want Charmin triple ply, 300 <laughs> sheets per roll. Buy a box of cheap toilet paper Charmin's and put it somewhere. Soft. Don't put it in the attic. It'll disintegrate. Put it somewhere where it's not, it's out of sight, out of mind. Buy some, uh, a water filter. Mm -hmm. We think so highly. We don't even think. You know those Berkey or what's it called Berkey. Berkey. Mm -hmm. You can't find them anywhere. Really? Yeah, they're hard. People can't buy them. They're just selling out. Hold on to your Berkey. And that—that's just another sign. Just like mm -hmm. the stock market, there's certain items right. that people prepare when, right. when there's fear or when there's some kind of anxiety on a global scale. People go out and buy certain things, and that's one of them. Bicycles. And that might be because right. more people are wanting to be healthy, healthy. but mm -hmm. it's also they want transportation in case things happen. Mm -hmm. You cannot, it's so hard to find a mountain bike. Wow. Yeah. You yeah. go into Academy I mean, I mean, and they're sense. empty. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously using my logic, mm -hmm. but I'm also being right. expressive. Wow. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, those things, uh, and, and I, I think of, and I'm just going to, I'm, I'm using my imagination. I think of some, some ladies in the church that are single or maybe single parents or whatever. You know, again, I'm going back. Get that relationship with friends and family right. Make sure you get that right. And then buy things, uh, beans, rice, toilet paper, th primal need things that you don't have to, you know, the first sign of trouble, you have nothing and you're 
you know, cupboards bare. Cupboard is another word for mm-hmm. pantry. Uh, pantry is another word for food storage closet. But, uh, but, uh, but, but get those things. Beans and rice. Oh, and by the way, if you're going to buy beans and rice, believe me, you do not want them raw. Get you some salt and some seasoning. Uh, just go get you some seasoning. It doesn't go bad. It's in sealed containers. Got a plastic thing on top of it. Don't open them all when you get them. You'll use it eventually. Yeah, use. I mean, uh, another one. You know, by the way, just and and this is a situation we're in right now. You know, buying a handgun or or something protect mm-hmm. yourself because if uh, if the raving crazy mob gets out, uh, you know, it's it could be bad. But yeah. I, I don't. I don't. Do do we see that coming? Well, we have I'm seen it sure. in some cities, and, that, yes, and that, that's have. what the reality is. It's happened in some yeah. places, not in College Station. If you're Thank in this you. area, Thank we're you. pretty immune to a lot of that. Yeah. But there are some cities around our nation right now that people are in mm-hmm. fear that raging mobs will come. Yeah. So uh, you can't discount that at all. Right. Uh, and I would say if you are the single mom or you are that, that, that person who you're, you don't understand all the ins and outs of preparedness that some of these pre- mm-hmm. preppers do, find if you're especially if you go to our church find some of these men in our church that you, you know who they are you probably they know a lot about guns oh yeah you know. they would love to help you out they'd love to take you to the range Absolutely. get a group together Absolutely. things that just get you prepared let me let me throw this out there it's just it just kind of stuff comes to my mind i want to make sure we understand good. there are people that have existed in my life that says well god uh you know well god's gonna come before then or, or um, ones, well, God's going to take care of me. The Bible says, and I believe it's Proverbs. In fact, I know it's Proverbs chapter 6. Consider the ant. Look mm-hmm. at that ant. He prepares for the, the winter. Mm-hmm. Well, we as a, as a country and as a uh, world, we're, I believe we're going into like a winter. Mm-hmm. And we better look at that and say, wait a second, I've got to. And, and some might say, well, uh, you know, pre-tribulation, mid-tribulation, post-tribulation, and I'm not an uh, uh, expert eschatologist, but I did study that and have taught on it and can pull up notes, um, maybe not right now, but I can pull up notes to, to say that I personally am at least a mid-tribulation person. I believe that we're going to go through some of the tribulation because mm-hmm. of what Scripture says, and it says, you know, these are the saints that come out of great tribulation and a couple things like that. But my point is this. We don't know when God's going right. to come back. And I do believe that the the Word of God says that we do need to prepare our lives. We yeah. need to build on rock. We need to, you know, it tells us all these things. Um, we need to plant seeds for growth. That is where we're at. And I think looking forward, uh, I can scare all of you to death, which is not my intent. Or you can just say, you know what? Uh, being that I don't know the future, I think I ought to do something right. to prepare. Some kind of preparation. And so, so when I talk about beans and rice and get you some seasoning, that sounds like, ludicrous i mean we just we're not used to it my now i'm talking about when my i was a child uh well let me let me not put things in my mind on air because i might be off a little bit maybe my mom or somebody can attest to this on here i think i saw her on here a while ago oh yeah but our elders prior to about 1950 their pantries their larder or whatever it was full and they they kept things they had they had you know 20 pounds of beans Mm-hmm. Because that was just the way they lived. They had, you know, pounds of rice and things like that. Maybe not rice, but potatoes. And they knew how to take care of things. That was just the way they lived. And it wasn't this. What? What is it? Not on demand, but what's it called? Where the shipping is right. 
what's that called? Uh, Same day shipping. Sh- or, well, yeah. I, I know what you mean, yeah. but I can't remember. It's, it's where, oh, we're only going to give the grocery store exactly what they're going to sell right. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's that's ludicrous. We, we yeah. can't not, with an unknown future, we cannot live like that. And I think that's where we, we got caught when COVID hit. And I think if you looked ahead and saw, this is where I was short, TP being one of them, get it. Mm-hmm. Beans and rice, get it. Um, go ahead. All right, so we've got the basics, and I think a lot of our people in our church back in February did go out and prepare, and many of you are still doing good today to the point where you've got things prepared in your home so right. you could probably live for a couple of months, no problem. Right. So for those of you that have been prepared, you, you've, you've got the food, you've got your staples, all good to go. What can we do, say, um, a family that, that's been prepared and they want to maybe financially have some kind of more security mm-hmm. and they're looking for an investment mm-hmm. with that anywhere? Well, if it's a family, they're probably going to have close to $3,000 or so mm-hmm. that they're going to have coming in. Yep. What kind of investment would you recommend for those that are looking for that? Okay, so there's, there's first of all, I would say get out of dollar-denominated currencies. Uh, don't get into things like, and, and I, when I talk about these things, some people are like, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I've got diversification in my portfolio," and you ask them, "What are the diver- diversification?" They say, "Well, I got some bonds, I've got some mutual funds, <laughs> I got some stocks," and I'm like, "But you bought all of them, and they're all valued in dollars. That's not diversification. What I'm talking about is get into things if you can afford it, and you can't afford it. By the way, you just have, you might not buy as much as others." But get into things that have a long intrinsic value. First thing that comes to mind is precious metals. That's just, again, I was like 12 years old and I bought a coin. Right. That's just always been in my mind. Gold and silver. Gold is a rich man's investment, so to speak, but you can buy a tenth of an ounce for $300, $250. You, but anything like that, okay? Gold, silver, you can buy a, a silver round right now or a coin. A round is, is a, like a token almost, but 99.999% pure. And you can buy them probably for, I don't know what it is today. I didn't look, but $30, $35 max. Uh, there are premiums. Then then you can, you can diversify, and there's nothing wrong with it if you can afford it into real estate. Land, mm-hmm. rental properties, things that people, they're going to be in demand. People mm-hmm. are going to want them. Uh, another thing, another option, if you're only, we're only talking about monetary value right now. We're not talking about barter items or, you know, that kind of thing. We're just Mm -hmm. talking about monetary value. What holds its value? Something that is relatively new. I say relatively very new, but it appears to be something that's going to be worth something in the future. And that is like Bitcoin. Right. Okay. Now I don't personally I'm not in love with Bitcoin. I'm not in love with anything except for my wife and God. But um, I guess my children, too, and <laughs> grandchildren. But uh, but uh, Bitcoin is one of those things that's kind of new on the scene, and it is a, uh, a store Digital, of value. Yeah. What would you say? Digital currency. Digital currency mm-hmm. that has a store of value that is based not upon any manipulation by a right. system. Mm-hmm. And it's worldwide. And every day, millions of more people accept it. I was I, multiple times recently. I've seen people say, "I'll, I'll take you know, uh, two point zero zero two bitcoins for this book." I'm like, "Wow, hmm. you know." And that 
0.002, if you transferred it into dollars, it'd be worth like forty dollars, thirty dollars. Right. But so that's that's that is valuable products, valuable things that might hold value, most likely will hold value in the future. Mm -hmm. Then you go into things that you can buy that will have value in the future. Right. And that would be something that for I'll give an example. My wife and I was when you was a baby, mm -hmm. uh, we were poor, didn't have anything, and we wanted to sit down, but we didn't have anything to sit on. Yeah. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but we but just buying things that are valuable that you will be able to use right. long term. I like tools. Tools I, I think you can use. That's something I, I really enjoy buying. Mm -hmm. Something that can be used, mm -hmm. sold, mm -hmm. traded, mm -hmm. and and you know, and and we're lucky if we're looking at end of the world scenario, then you might want to buy tools that are not electric. Yeah, you might, mm -hmm. you might, but again, it mm -hmm. kind of varies on where your mindset is. Nobody, nobody listening to us should run out and say, "Brother Castleberry said to buy an all, you know, a a, a handheld all or whatever." You yeah. know, <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm saying for the single mother with living in an apartment. You probably don't need to worry about buying a shovel right now. You probably need to just invest in a good pantry and uh, maybe, like I said, a, a pistol. By the way, a pistol is a tool that holds value. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could have literally, I remember when an old SKS rifle was sold for $75, and now yeah. you can't find them for $300, $400. That was just a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. Ten years ago, you, very cheap. Mm -hmm. huh? $75 when they first started mm -hmm. out. Uh, you know, just a basic revolver. You could buy them for ninety nine dollars. Mm -hmm. Now you can't find them for two, three, three hundred, something like that. Right. So that is things that hold value. Even if you say, "Well, I could never shoot a man." Well, you could. You trade the bullets. There's your. There's your option. So, mm -hmm. am I missing anything? I'm sure. Yeah, I'm we're sure. all going to be missing things. Yeah. You're never going to be perfectly prepared. No, you're just no, not. But no, that's the reason why you just really have to trust God. Trust and God and, and and be in the church. I, I think the church alone, that organization, that network, is going to be yes. one of the greatest helps in yes. times of of trouble. If you really believe the Word of God, right? If you don't, you'll you'll go join the socialist. There, there are groups out there vying for your time, your right, attention, and they're right. wanting you to join their organization. Right. There are groups, uh, everything from uh, patriots to victims. There's just everyone's seeking you mm -hmm. to join their cause. Mm -hmm. And the greatest cause that we can be about right now is the church. And I think yeah, that, yeah, that's kingdom. the kingdom. Yeah. And that's forever I, I, until right. God comes back. Right. Not just right now, but... Um, but being part of the kingdom, being part of a local church. So if, mm -hmm. if you are watching this and you're not part of a local church, you're missing out. Great yeah. opportunity to, yeah. uh, to have a network of, of people who are like-minded, have the same values. Wow. Yeah. It's just... I, I talked to somebody, and it's been a while back, so I don't even know how many years back, but they were talking about how you know, their life, they were getting their life all kind of organized and things, because they saw some things coming, mm -hmm. too, just like we did. And... Um, they was kind of getting things ready, and they were talking about how if if anything falls apart, they were asking me, "Would you please come and help us be a part of our team mm -hmm. at you know our house?" And I'm like, uh, "No, I you know I don't have time." And but that connection with others is mm -hmm. very important, right. and you have to have value for yourself. So talk about investing. Investing in your education is very good, or your your and, and I'm not talking about. Everybody don't have to go to college. Formal education. Yeah, I'm not talking yeah. about formal education only. If you bought something that I, I'm, I'm a big advocate in buying quality, I always have been. Buy the best you can afford. Buy things that you can afford 
that's not going to be sitting on the shelf forever, but you can turn around and use later. That mm-hmm. brings you knowledge and that you can use. These are things that you're going to have to make your decision on your own. Um, but I, I, th- I think that what, and, and this is where you need to realize what's going on. They're giving you a stimulus check. Why? What's it called mm-hmm. a stimulus check for? Why is it called mm-hmm. a stimulus check? They're wanting to stimulate Shot the economy. Mm-hmm. They're wanting to stimulate the economy. And what they want you to do is go and blow it on food. I'm talking about, or let me rephrase that, on restaurants mm-hmm. and at Walmart on junk. I mean, they just don't, they don't care where you spend it just as long as you spend it. What, what we are saying tonight here is that with the understanding that there is a global reset coming, and I want to express this very clearly, not a fear. I'm not a, talking about fear. Mm-hmm. We've got to realize that no nation, no empire lasts forever. They're right. limited in their length. The economy is under great, great pressure. And I realize, and I'm thankful for these that are trying to prop up our nation and our country and our economy. I'm thankful for them, and I hope they succeed. But if they don't, with the outside pressures around us, the world and inside pressures of socialism is inside right now. Mm -hmm. With that inside of us, there is some shaking going on that is going to really harm or, or really hinder our ability to be the same people we are today, yeah. 10 years from now, five years yeah. from now. And I think also another step that we could take as far as buying and, and investing that money, I encourage people to start some kind of business. Man, yes. could you imagine oh, if, if, yeah. if people would that's take excellent. that $3,000 that they get, say if they have a family, because there, there are businesses that you can start with $2,000, $3,000. Mm-hmm. If you have a mm-hmm. truck, and you can go buy some kind of integral tool that would, right. would start a business of some sort and provide some kind of service. Wow. Yeah, well, when that, I was that younger, makes it recession-proof. Yeah, when I started, mm-hmm. when I was younger, uh, and I was, I was stupid, so don't, don't take everything I say for granted, but, I mean, I mean, for as gospel, but I was dumb, but I did start a little business that I did make readies and built fences and did repairs mm-hmm. for sheetrock and just, you know, replaced carpet, stuff like that. And it was it was an honorable trade. I didn't mm-hmm. do it right, but I I mean it was. And you can do that, build fences, right. uh, you know. And I'm talking about hard labor stuff that we're not mm-hmm. used to. But it, it, there's things you can do. Right. Gutter systems. Mm-hmm. So what was it? Somebody mm-hmm. the other day bought. Um, I'll have to think about it. Keep going. Right, and you can buy into these, and if yeah. if they even finance a lot of this stuff, yeah, so three thousand dollars down, and right. uh, I don't know if you want to put yourself in that kind of debt, but there are opportunities out there for those of you that may be uh, willing to do some of the the sweat equity, put the labor into all this stuff, and um, really actually elevate your family uh, yeah. to to another level. We're not dependent yeah. on an organization where your political views or or even your your religious views. Could be because we're in a world now to where your religious views could get you fired. Absolutely, we're we're that cl- we're in that. We're right Actually, there. I've seen that. I've seen it. Uh, news articles talking right. about it. And so we're on the edge that if you're not your own boss, then mm-hmm. you, your entire career could be. Uh, on I, the I forget. I forget exactly. You you mentioned that. I want to kind of validate mm-hmm. that. I saw just the other day where a it was either a college professor or a college administrator. I can't remember. They lost their job because they made a statement on their personal Facebook page or whatever it was, social media page, about one of their beliefs. Right. And they said, this that belief does not belong here, and they fired them. And it, right. was, it was – so that's where we're at. Um, 
unless you're unless you're gullible, I think that you can just admit that it's not going to get better. It might not get better. I mean, it might not get worse overnight as fast as COVID came. Maybe we're maybe we're off, and three or four years from now, we're still sitting there going, "Well, where's the global reset?" You know, I don't right. know. Maybe we're just kind of sitting out here and hanging out and going, "Well, I wasted my money on that gold coin." But if anything, your family's better off because of it. Right. You leave a legacy, even if it's twenty years right. from now, and you haven't lost any money. Right. Exactly. And so you've spent your stimulus check. Twelve hundred, let's just say twelve hundred or two thousand dollars or three thousand dollars. Somebody, somebody recently told me, and it was it was uh, I think it was last year. They told me that they got a five, I think it was five thousand dollar tax refund mm-hmm. with all their children and all the right. things, all these things. Five thousand dollars. I mean, you a could, <laughs> yeah, you could buy a cash car and have a car paid, paid for. Off. Yeah. By the way, not a bad investment. Not a bad idea. Not a bad in, not a bad on. investment. Paid for vehicles are mm-hmm. are beautiful vehicles, no matter how yeah. ugly they are. I, I like that kind of thing. I like uh, real estate. Yeah, yeah you can go to county yeah. auctions and buy yeah. Yeah. Um, places very cheap homes. That yeah yeah. Tax. You can get a home. You can get a piece of property, and mm-hmm. they start lowing, lowest bid fifteen hundred dollars right. on up. You got to mm-hmm. pay the back taxes, but if you have a chunk of cash in your hand, right. you're able to buy a piece of property that you can go the next day and flip, and you can get into where you're. You have a business doing that. Let me let me throw this out there because this is where the money the the most the most uh, the weakest person in our system will be the one that is dependent one hundred percent on mm-hmm. a check from an employer that is automatically put into their bank. Right. If you have no second income, if you have no alternative uh, side hustle, of some side sort. hustle, alternative money, mm-hmm. some other way to trade. You're you're going to be the one that is crying because if they can if they can take a video which they did last week they take a video and they immediately erase it out of all the social media things I I believe 100 they can take your money out of your bank account oh yeah I believe that and and say if things do get worse we the church have to be the strong the strength in those times yeah um, I, there's going to be people hurting there's going to be people in need and I still believe charity. Uh, from you and I, those that are prepared, is necessary. Yeah. I don't think uh, we should hunker down to the point where we um, cut people off and say, no, well, you didn't prepare, therefore you don't deserve care in any way. No, um, no. I think we've got to be the church, and uh, I don't think the government should be the one handing out uh, portions of care in any way. Well, you know, when Hurricane charity. Harvey here about mm-hmm. two years ago, or whatever it was, three years ago, we took uh, a lot of things that we had stored up personally we thought well this is for an unknown future mm-hmm. set it aside and then hurricane harvey comes well we're pulling from that right. and giving it to others mm-hmm. and that was a a beautiful blessing for us and a great blessing for others right and uh so i think that is another way of looking at right. your investments there it's will not, be storms there will right. be times of uncertainty that's just right. the given right so we've got to expect right. it but anyways I, we are coming down any last yeah. words i see that our 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 broadcast keeps breaking up, and I hate that. I think maybe it may be because we're at the church and we're all we've running a lot on the system. Things. I don't know. Who knows if if that's happening? Uh, last words. Uh, consider the ant, Proverbs six. Um, just you know, be wise. Don't be foolish with with the blessings that God has given you. With the blessings that you know, stimulus check things like that. I believe that it's very important that we be good stewards over. Uh, our over anything that we've been given, mm-hmm. 
And we think that, like you said, I, you mentioned it earlier, and it is a very real thing. We have a normalcy bias that says, well, tomorrow's going to be just like today. Right. And it's not. There, I'm not saying mm-hmm. tomorrow, but I'm saying the future is not going to be. And you look at, and let's just look at the incremental changes that have taken place in the last 20 years or 10 years. Look at that. Yeah. I mean, 20 years ago, uh, let's see, that would be 2000. Yeah, uh, yeah, 2000. This is 2020. 2000. Did we even have an iPhone? Yeah, I think we did have an iPhone. I think it was. No. No? No. It wasn't until 2006, Six. 2005, wow. 2006, that the iPhone came we out. Didn't even have an, we didn't have smartphones. Mm-hmm. We didn't have internet in our pocket. We didn't have this ability. You had to have you had to have huge cameras and mm-hmm. so so and 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 look at our economic system. Twenty years ago, what could you buy for a hundred dollars compared to what you can mm-hmm. buy now? Anyway, that's my last comments. Don't be gullible. Be an ant. And look at the seasons. Just recognize seasons. where we're at. Uh, we saw Beirut uh, explode today. We saw just globally. We we got a lot of issues. We have yeah. China. We you could just name. Uh, all the issues we have in the world. But anyways, uh, so we've got a lot going on. Uh, biggest thing we wanted to talk about was just how we're going to invest into our future mm-hmm. as just as Christians. So thank mm-hmm. you for watching. We're going to get do this again Tuesday night, and hopefully next time the broadcast will be even better. You can find us on YouTube, so if you ever yeah. want to come back or you send this to a friend, it's going to be a lot cleaner and crisper on YouTube. Yeah. So find that uh, at Victory Church College Station. Uh, you'll find us there. And uh, we love you. We hope you have a great night, and we'll see you next Tuesday. God bless you. God bless you.